Hello, buddies. Hello. And welcome to the Darklands. That is correct. If this is your uh, first time here, this is our usual spiel. Um, all of us here are 21 years of age. We do not condone underage drinking and always drink responsibly. So, the Darklands, what this is, what is going on. Um, this is essentially our, um, our free nighttime campaign where usually we grab uh, two, three, uh, maybe four players every now and then. Uh, Jen, aka Mercy, uh, will join uh, tonight. All we could actually muster up was Eric, so Eric will be playing Beetle. Woohoo! And we will be concluding our dungeon in Pathfinder. If you have been following along with our previous campaign, um, we have switched everything over to the Darklands. So if you do hear a few names that are unfamiliar or uh, something that isn't quite adding up or making sense, uh, all we ask is for you guys to stick with us because you should, if you've been following along with our current story, and if you haven't, um, we, I believe, in within the next couple of weeks, have a couple of uh, summary episodes coming up for you guys, where uh, all of us as a party, as a group, as a table, uh, we all reintroduce ourselves and we talk about the uh, the journey that we have had in both campaigns so far. Uh, yes. Especially and specifically Eric and I, uh, we both uh, strongly believe it would be unfair to all of you to not see the conclusion to uh, the story that we've been building with Sawyer, with Beetle, um, with a certain entity that has been haunting <laughs> Sawyer for so long, whom we will also be referring to by a new and different name. Um, that that is essentially what we want to do here tonight. We want to give this story arc the proper deserving conclusion it deserves and to provide all of you the closure that have been listening for so, so many episodes. And we are so thankful for all of you for sticking with us that now, as I begin this session, all of you can finally enjoy the conclusion to this dungeon. Yeah. With that being said, last we left off, the party was delving through the tunnels underneath Midmarch. Not only tunnels, but barracks. 
not only barracks, but an armory. Not only an armory, but also catacombs. And a tomb beneath... Is this mid-march anymore? And through a series of puzzles, Beetle and Zeke realized they have traveled so far they are likely no uh, no longer beneath, no longer under what they knew previously to be this uh, the city, this town of Midmarch, that th this underground passage, this intricate uh, series of traversing the ground beneath them has led them from mid-march to Reynoldton where through even more puzzles being met with ghostly massive 25 foot tall wide faces of people that they've never met uh, Beetle calling out we've heard of these chain leaders before that is Sasha and Victor mm -hmm. through a series of tiles representing the Mazarin last name. They were essentially ejected almost in a water slide-like way into where they collapse from the ceiling downwards, leaving only you, Beetle, in a wide silver-lit cracked stone hall these large grand pillars with banners hanging off of them and by whatever religion or god you believe in by some miracle Ral and Quan <laughs> your two goblin allies still by your side Okay. What would, what would you like to do as you enter this chamber? Um, my typical self, check for every known and trap and snare. Yeah. Hide alone. Yeah, absolutely. Make a perception check. Perception. Yes. Net 20. No way. Uh-huh. What a fucking hot way to start. Oh, also, um, for all of you new buddies, not during um, any of our other series or campaigns. It's only to uh, the Darklands campaign. Um, we had a fan challenge me. Um, into a drinking rule where every session uh, amongst my fellow players 
we essentially pick a word and if I get caught speaking that word, I have to take my drink. Eric, we have not selected my word. No. And it always has to but obviously... Well, usually what we do, because I believe it was worded that way, is it has to do with something I'm drinking. I think the past couple of times I've let you guys pick the word, which is also fun. So let's meet in the middle. Let's either find a reasonable word or have it something to do with what I'm drinking. Oh, I'm thinking black cherry. That's your shot. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I have a few options here. It can be long. It can be island. It can be ice. It can be tea. Or we can decide on a word together. Well, we're in a dungeon kind of thing that's normally cold, so ice. Ice? Sure, sure, let's go with ice. So, uh, it, it was like I said, for any of you new buddies, um, obviously if you would like to join us, play along too, feel free. Um, if I can get the word ice past Eric, usually what I do is like a mental count of five, and if by the time I hit zero, um, he doesn't notice, somehow I throw it into conversation, and he has to take his shot. If he catches me, I have to take mine. And very rarely do you get it past me. I did get, and I'm very proud of this because we actually never recorded it. Um, I did get the word full on, the entire word. I got the word 99 past Ryan. <laughs> and it's because I had this like little uh I had like this little uh he he was like gnome sized. Mm. I had this little uh like uh eight intelligence uh familiar type demon mm -hmm. that he just he was kind of like a trickster, like he liked to like play pranks, practical jokes, that type thing. And then, as he started role-playing with Sawyer, uh, he asked Sawyer if he wanted to hear a song. And in character, as this little demon, I started singing 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Oh, you meanie. Yeah, so Ryan, just thinking I'm just being my natural dumbass self, didn't even notice I said 99 because I was... Yeah, yeah, I was very proud of that. So, anyways... With this natural 20 presented before me, I'm, I'm going to just tell you what you see. <laughs> you okay. are, you, you beetle, you are tapping into every bit of radiant celestial light and vision that uh, your deity Uriel is giving you. Every ounce of divine good energy is being channeled into your being. You blink for a moment, reopen your eyes, and focus. And before you, in this cracked stone hall, 
you see these four grand, you know, Roman style pillars. Not Roman, my son, actual Roman. <laughs> and hanging from each pillar is a banner. The lower left pillar, and it was it was like I said, this is a nat 20, so I'm not going to mince my words here. The lower left banner. This banner has a cracked red star covered in flames. This okay. cracked red star is lying over a black background representing Asmodeus, the Prince of Darkness. The lower right pillar a woman dressed in robes with these almost large feathered, almost Egyptian wings spread and what should be a bright shining sun behind her is coated in black. Supposed to represent Saren Ray, the dawn flower. To the upper left, a set of fangs that is gnawing on an open neck. You can see the almost teardrop type red shapes showing blood spewing from the neck. This banner representing Zura, the Vampire Queen. And lastly, to the upper right, the final pillar, what should be a set of intercrossing golden swords protecting a coffin to represent Osiris, the Lord of the Living, Instead, the golden swords covered in black. Going back to this natural 20, not only are you able to identify these deities, these gods, these beings of power, you recognize the black that is overwhelming each and every single one of these banners, it wasn't painted. You know, it's not like somebody <laughs> took a Crayola to a coloring book. It is as if legitimate, real shadow has taken over the very fibers that were crafted to create these banners. It's as if the color was literally, legitimately sucked from it, becoming not just black, not just that shade. It is a shadow. Hmm. Okay. 
this chamber ending in a set of closed iron doors. So, Beetle, you have <laughs> your two goblin pals in this chamber before you. Yeah. Yeah. You feel a... Uh, it's by no means stern. It's mostly just quick uh, tug at uh, your belt type area, your hip, almost where like your knee armor would be. And you look down and you see little Ral, you know, when you're goblin buddies. You know, kind of pulling at you like how a like how a kid would to their dad. Yeah. Are we gonna die? Not without a fight. Okay. I slowly approach with Raoul and Quan the two closed doors. Yeah, as, you know, you're, you're not really feeling a need to be stealthy, because if there was some sort of trip wire type effect, um, you would have spotted it by now. Um, mm. But you do get to like that 15, 10 foot mark where uh, you feel that same tug but on both sides, and you see both Ral and Quan, like both goblins, tugging at you. What's up, you uh, two? Hey, guy. Uh, where, um, you know, cause I'm just observation, you know? You know, my eyeballs see things. Uh, where is, uh, the dragon guy and uh where's uh the cool dude with the gun because if you know just just you know good old ral's opinion here um if if we're about to die um i think the dude with the gun could you know probably kill things faster It's a good assumption. Thank you. Um, no one's ever told me that before. I honestly don't know where the other ones are. Okay. Maybe they're dead. <laughs> like One us. of them should hope he's dead. You, you can see... They begin like pointing at each other <laughs> and like wondering if you're talking about them and it takes like a good ten seconds for them to process. Oh, it's not us. He's not no, talking no. about us. <laughs> yeah, a solid ten seconds of thought. <laughs> no little ones, it's not. Okay. And you continue continue your way to this a uh, set of closed iron doors. Yes. 
Okay, uh, as you approach, you know, it was, as I said, this is old-tempered, closed iron. And as you're approaching, you do see, you know, it is a double set, so, you know, they're side by side, left and right. Um, you do, however, notice both doors have, and I think the best visual to represent instead of just saying that there is a slit or a slide is I think we've all seen like scared straight some sort of jail based prison movie or show that there uh -huh. is generally like a little slit that's like eye level in a door uh, you see not only do both doors have those But those, you know, slides, those openings, um, they are not closed. They are open and also bound by barbed wire. That if someone or something would even try to, you know, extend or reach a pinky inside, it would be immediately met with this. And, you know, just in general, trying to take a peek, looking, you know, smashing your helmet up against it. It's as if you're staring into a void. You've never felt this sort of blank darkness before it is spine chilling it is unnerving really wish I had divine sense um, I think you do have that uh, sense evil ability or something I do have that. I just saw that. Um, oh, I, I know what I want to try. Um, sure. I just don't know if I have it in this world. Uh, do, 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 do I have dark sense or dark vision? Dark vision, yeah. Head? Yeah. I am going to use that and look through well, the yeah. slot. Yeah, it, it would still mostly be a matter of using sense evil. Okay. Yeah, because the, the thing that uh, dark vision does is it's not like night vision goggles. It lets you see out a little bit more, but it's just like shades of gray. And it has a limited range where... Something like uh, Sense Evil or anything that would give off an aura. Um, it would give you a, a stronger, much better answer. Let's use Sense Evil then. Okay. Uh, just let me uh, double check exactly what it is that it picks up, but I... I'm I'm pretty sure that it is incredibly similar to what we are both. Yep, yeah. 
uh, when in the presence of an aura, you eventually detect the aura, though you might not do so. Okay, so let's call that, um, even though it's an ability that you're popping, you know, why not throw a skill check on it? Because we need some practice on skill checks anyways. So let's call it a religion check, and we'll say it, uh, it's a religion check with fortune. So you can roll twice and take the higher of the two rolls. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yep. Wow. Okay. Sixteen and eleven. So with a twenty-seven, uh, I will, and it can be argued that maybe it's more information than I should give, but I feel like with a twenty-seven, that is so much. Um. You, as opposed to just trying to like, you know, peer inside and open your eyes, you know, expand your vision as much as you can, you instead do the opposite. You put your head up next to the door and close your eyes. You reach one of your paws up to it and just gently hold the door. And as you're standing there with your eyes closed, just trying to get any sort of a vibe, any sort of an aura off of what is coming from within, it, at first, you're doubting if it even works. It's like this void is almost acting as like an invisible wall that's just bouncing it off. And as you're about to just open your eyes and give up, you feel after three, four, five attempts at trying to burst through, you feel in that six, no, seven. Finally, that seventh try, you feel almost like you bursted through a wall of glass and just shattered whatever sort of magical presence was preventing your vision from seeing past. And with that comes a shape. Not necessarily in the flesh. Not every single detail before you but there is an outline there is like a a tracing almost like a charcoal trace but in red of a humanoid figure not gnome not halfling not dwarf probably around not five but six or seven feet in height Even though you have not met this figure in the flesh, not even he, but it is a lot what you would imagine from what Sawyer has described to be. 
a one-armed humanoid figure dragging this jagged ebony pyramid head type blade behind him takes a knee drops kind of tilts his head to the right at whatever he's looking at beneath him and I don't want to use a word like eats this is more of he seems to begin consuming something that has a coagulated, almost gelatinous-like sound to it with sprays of crimson red attached. He seems to be enjoying a meal. Maddox. So, Beetle, after your, uh, what was that, evil, uh, detect evil, your sense? Sense evil, yes. Sense evil. Seeing this aura, this outline, this visage of a one-armed figure that seems to essentially be feasting upon some sort of corpse, body, bodies before him. You begin to almost in a taunting type way attempt to call out his name. And as you're about to end that first syllable, you see in your peripheral vision behind you, silver light begin to pierce the walls. I just smile. As you grin, raise your eyebrows, and firmly nod, you slowly turn into a 180, and as you turn around, you see in a, a cocoon-like state being housed by two massive I don't want to keep saying silver, so we'll say platinum. <laughs> platinum draconic wings, almost uh, almost being like gently transported and dropped in an egg-like shape before you. You see the wings retract back into a ancient draconic form and with a head chin held upright and high with a 
trail of purpose and fury behind him. You see being presented before you via transport of your deity. Sawyer Grayfall. Hello, my friend. Trying to get this party started. Hello, friend. Okay. Didn't agree more. Hi. I turn back towards, uh, Oh, yep. yeah. Yep, towards us. Yep. yep. Yeah, uh -huh. we're here. Sawyer, good to see you. Glad you're done having a crisis. We were there. It was, so. it was something. I mean, yeah, I, you know, we saw it. So, glad you're not. So, are, are you here to, like, like, are you just gonna, like, die with us? Or... Cause like, yeah. I mean, I we like, I don't. We just talked to Beetle, and he was just like, "Yeah, you're gonna die." So, like, that's what he said. Direct quote. No, I said we were going to cross. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he exactly said the Doblins will die first. A hack a loogie <laughs> on their heads. <laughs> Sawyer, we would never fun. lie to you. <laughs> I trust Beetle more. That's shit. No, I mean, it made sense. I've done it. No, okay, fine. So, how do we open the doors? Yay! And you can see they just like charge at it head first like a bull and just like right off of it. I step back, I look at Sawyer, and I motion for him to try. And what is it that I see before us? Uh, first of all, there's quite a bit, so I will leave it up to you what you would actually like to do with your next step. Um, as you were essentially transported here, thanks to uh, Uriel, Beetle's deity, what you see before you is, uh, this is a, a rather wide uh, silver lit cracked stone hall. There are four pillars, um, two of them representing basically the brightest, lightest, kindest deities out there. However, the symbolism that represents these deities have been not painted over. You know, this isn't like someone took a crayon to a coloring book. It's like they were overcome with shadow. However, the other two deities representing essentially what is the 
Prince of Darkness and the Vampire Queen seem to be in tip-top form. These pillars end at a set of closed iron double doors. Uh, these doors, simply put, um, they don't have like, a, it's not like a, like a pull tray that someone would have like in solitary confinement to still eat. This is more like the little like eye slit that someone could like pull open to see within. However, what you notice is um, not only is it open, but it is also barbed wired from the inside, from the interior. And it appears any attempt to see within, you're met with essentially staring into a void. It's like you're just looking into infinite black. Beetle seems to believe otherwise. Seem otherwise as in seeing blackness or the void? Uh, you, you should ask him. You are talking about seeing through the slit in the door, right? Yes. Okay. What do you see through? An outline of an old enemy of yours. See an old enemy of mine. One that we thought was dead. A one-armed yeah. one. Yeah, we have, um, we have much to discuss concerning his reappearance, shall we say. I'm all ears. Essentially, when he decided to take him out, it was not in this plane that we needed to get rid of him. However, he was in a sense, rejuvenated, and basically came back to haunt us yet again, or me specifically, I guess. And he has been following us, and seems to have gotten in front of us throughout the, uh, throughout the adventure. I guess so. So how do you suggest we take care of him permanently? Well, could begin by attempting to end him in this realm, and before he fully recovers, ending him again, and Hmm, sorry. 
we could end him again before he fully recovers, or we find a way to basically kill him such force that he does not return. I would prefer him never returning, but I will leave it up to you. Well, I may have found a weapon that would definitely allow us to finish him. May have to journey to home to kill him. Okay, and what weapon is this? Oh, y'all were away. I found the schematics for a cannon and managed to possibly get one together. A cannon? Yes. I don't believe I'm familiar with a cannon. What is it? Is it like your gun? A sense, yes. However, it is much larger <laughs> and has wheels. Okay. Basically, a. A massive firearm. Okay, okay. Um, well, let's see if we can lure him to this cannon. Or at least maim him enough here to transport him to it. And then finish him? Uh, Beatles? Sorry to interrupt. We'll just take a second. Beetle Mater, a perception check. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Um, yeah, with that uh, general sense of aura reading that you did before Sawyer got here, near the back of the chamber, this space that you believe uh, Maddox to be in, You felt this arcane presence that's unfamiliar. You know, you've been around Cassius. You've been around Cot. You've been around Easton. This had more tinkering and more force behind it. There were definite, like, scrapes, attempts to attack at it and around it, but it seemed like 
almost like it was warded. Like any attempts to damage it seem to have hit the wall or the floor or something around it. It's as if it's sitting there waiting for someone to helm it. Okay. Okay. Do you want to make the first move, Sawyer? Why don't we? We're gonna die anyways. Did you just victory screech on me? I mean, it's generally like a goblin war cry. Sounded like you were being cocky. You got a problem with me, you son of a bitch? You can be cannon fodder, yes, go ahead. Define fodder. Like Define Austin fodder? Oh, we were talking two different things. Yes. I mean, we can just wait. As in definition, open the door and move out of the way. Okay. And you see, you, you see your two goblin buddies just like tromp up, approach, and within, it's not a split second, it doesn't take a minute, but shortly after they attempt to open the door, like, you know, it, it's not just like a doorknob, it's like a pull-down lever. They seem to not like they just burst into tears, but it seems like they are teary-eyed and hurt and come running back to the both of you. Did you hurt my finger? I crouched down and grabbed their hands to take a look. Uh, matey, uh, yeah, we'll call it a medicine check. Nineteen. Uh, nineteen. Um, yeah, you drop to a knee, you take a look, and, uh, it's not on all of their fingers or anything, uh, on both of them. And it's the same finger on both of them. Seems like both of their index fingers have this little circle, almost like a needle prick, that attached to their fingers and uh, seemed to uh, reject them. The doors remain shut. It seems that they require a little bit of blood from the correct person to open. Oh, so I'm the wrong person? Why can't I be the right person, you know? Your time will come. Okay. So, we gotta go find the right person. 
<clears throat> I walk towards the doors. Oh, Beetle's the right person. Okay, and Beetle, you try to open? Yeah. You pull both levers down, you tug, and this isn't a matter of strength, of might, you know, like, this is like a, the rock trying to just open, like, an apartment door. Like, you should easily be able to just rip it off its hinges. You know, Sawyer, you can literally see, like, the veins bulging through uh, Beetle's biceps, and Beetle, you feel a quick needle prick, and, ah, man, your fingers hurt. Doors remain shut. Hello. Okay, sorry. It just sounded like my sound went out for a minute, so. <laughs> oh no, it's all right. Oh. I look towards Sawyer and I motion for him to approach the doors and to try opening them. If what you say is correct, Beetle, then you must be ready for when the door opens. I draw my longsword. Ralcorn. What? Just try not to get in the way, I guess. Yeah, as you say that, you turn back and you see both of them are like sucking on each other's index fingers. Like a toddler would suck on their thumbs because they got a boo boo. I just turn back around to attempt to open the door. Okay. So after you've seen three, yeah, three different people attempt this. I mean, and Beetle is like definitely stronger than you. Like, holy shit. You know, like, dude's an absolute unit. You take both doors by their levers. You pull down... And you just, with all your might, tug towards you. You feel that same pressure, that same, like, needle prick type sensation. And there's a momentary pause as the doors... And without even much force, much might needed... Seems like they open and welcome you within. Prepared men. Sawyer, as you approach, you take your first few steps to this dark, this barely lit, curving chamber. The first thing you are met with is tally marks. You see them scratched left, right, upwards to the ceiling. Tally marks scratched on the walls. Uh, skeletons hanging with noose around their necks. 
some skeletons in cages, piles of old clothes next to each, every single cage. Doesn't matter, women's, children's, males. Gender, age, does not seem to make a difference. Some animalistic skeletal remains. And across the floor, you know, the tile at your feet, as if you would be reading the yellow pages. Name after name, you know, alphabetical order, crossed out, bled on, you know, like demolished, you know, like bludgeoned with a hammer. Hundreds, thousands, you know, in order of A, 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 B, B, A, except for one. There's still one name that remains amongst this list of thousands, not crossed out, not bled on, not demolished. One Sawyer Grayfall, perfectly intact. As you stare down, looking at your own, you know, first and surname, you want to almost retract, almost stunned in disbelief, you dart your eyes upwards and you see a peering, weaving in almost a dance light through the darkness in a very, it's almost cocky, arrogant type, left to right type stance, the halting dark form of what has followed you for all of your life, dragging, scraping a sword behind him, pyramid-like in his stance. Anything you'd like to do? Yeah, I just better. yeah, I just didn't want to push it. So anything you would like to no. do? He said he basically just walks out, dragging the Lightbringer behind him. I mean, he's dragging a sword. Well, he seems to only be carrying one sword ever. So I'd uh, I'd have to assume. Um, where's everyone else, I'm assuming, behind me? Yeah, I mean, guessing, Beetle definitely wouldn't let you approach here alone. So, Beetle, you're probably not that far behind. Rel and Quan, on the other hand, they're probably pretty far behind. And as you're assessing the area around you, although there's like such minimal dim light, 
you still can't get that uh it's like that fuzzy feeling that like spider sense at the top of your stole that 15 maybe 20 feet away there's this shape you can't just quite put your finger on it it's arcane it's bludgeoning it's almost like a siege type something it's very wide very cylindrical if it could speak you swear it would call your name you just you can't quite put your finger on it there's you know there's just no light in here you can't see I'm gonna believe it is it could be and as you Come kind on. of you know tilt your head scratch it you know is this a trick should you believe it you see this same figure that's been here since Sawyer Greyfall has had consciousness seems to turn his head left turn his head right motion to like pull down a hood and you see this awful this haunting attempt there's no sentiment behind it it's an attempt at a grin it's like someone who's never smiled before trying for the first time and you see not just a generic set of human teeth but dozens of fangs lining and it doesn't end where you would expect a humanoid mouth to it as if it extends the, the cheekbones and almost gets to the ear and with a loud again almost arrogant almost like a dolphin dive down to almost you know the uh, end of the rib cage like a smell whiff of the air shrugs almost like he's lost tilts his head again this is a very slow like Michael Myers type turns to beetle Beetle, you keep, you've kept your distance. He's hard to see for you, but it's like he's looking straight through you. Looks up towards the ceiling. Where's the shaman? And waits. Did he say where or there? Where? Hmm. 
Well, we were here in the scene. Yeah. Oh. We seem to have bigger issues. Not it. <laughs> Beetle, anything from you? I mean, that is a valiant effort, Sawyer. <laughs> hey. Try to give a hint to Sawyer that I'm going to try to keep this asshole talking long enough so he can get to the boomstick in the back. The boomstick. I love that. Hold sure. up. Wait a second. Is this very dim light? Yeah, absolutely. So I have low light vision. I don't know how well I could see. Yeah, you then. can see fine. Okay, so I can see. Yep. You know what that is. Okay. All right. I was just making sure. Yeah. Do yeah, you want me to? Don't worry about that. You're aware of what is there. All right, I was very much sure, but I had to ask. Yeah. You want me to the, roll a the... diplomacy on it? Yes, please. It's just for Sawyer's sake. It seems, it seems as if, even though you're not uh, within, you know, like physical immediate contact with it, it definitely seems to have some sort of runic magic. Likely thanks to Beetle's deity engraved on it, preventing anything like Matic from actually making an impact against it. He did spend thousands of years making attacks against this <coughs> machine for lack of a better term, siege weapon, and literally deal zero damage. It's been sitting here waiting for someone to use it. So, Beetle, what was that diplomacy? You, you love me, right? Maybe. Oh, no. We'll see. Oh, no. Um... Well, I rolled a nat 20, and my diplomacy is a plus 14, so 34. You could have stopped at nat 20. No, I'm rubbing this in. <laughs> okay, so how about Sawyer? You just made that uh, stealth check right away, because I know what's coming. <laughs> and we will get to... Uh, Matic immediately as Sawyer's rolling that. You won't believe it. You didn't too. I also got a nat 20. <laughs> yes. So, alright. Got you with two natural 20s that he's oblivious to. I got it. Um, <laughs> I also rolled a five, so. Ooh. That's a three for me.
Eric, where's your D6? Oh, I didn't hear you say roll a D6. Well, yeah, because Ryan rolled, what, a 6 right away? Five. Five, yeah, I got a three. I got a four. Oh, shit, that's me. Oh, I need a new beer. Okay, after this narrative, because um, <laughs> I got two <laughs> nat 20s here. Um, so first of all, we had, yeah, we had Beetle first. Uh, and that was Beetle's diplomacy that, um, ooh, lore-wise, this makes sense that Beetle, you immediately notice, yes, this figure has had so much focus, concentration, dedication to Sawyer. He still seems to be simultaneously obsessed with whomever the shaman is. And you essentially lure yourself out as bait, being like, I know where he is. And as Maddock was about to draw this sword, you know, he's just kind of dragging it behind him. As he was about to draw the sword and plunge it into Sawyer, he immediately turns to you and starts walking his way over. You know Shaman. Yes. Speak. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I know this Shaman that you speaketh of. Take. Me. No. He's on his way. No. Oh. Here. Here. Now, if you're a good boy, you'll sit. Where? Stupid little one. As he seems to trying to expel where is the stupid little one uh beetle you see an immediate bludgeoning impact to his spine and a shot of red yellow and orange fire expel from the back of the chamber that Instead of needing to just pass a stealth, I'll give you your first free cannon shot, Sawyer. That there's this... As he's writhing... Yep, in, in pain, pain and agony. From that, from that first shot, I grab him, I spin him around, and I lock my arms up under his one arm and clasp him. Okay, so we want to grapple. Yeah, and I'm going to lock my hands behind his head, and I'm just going to scream at Sawyer. Oh, fire. So, so we want to, like, uh, do the Chris Masters master lock? Yes. yes. <laughs> and uh, we will pick up with the Chris Masters master lock of Beetle, letting Sawyer essentially just see what he can manage 
right after this break and these words from Ryan, do you want to know who these words come from? I would love to. Actually. I'm going to tell you. Do you like Jack Sparrow? <sighs> Favorite movie. Love do, those movies. Do you like chatting? I'd say, yeah, it's part of our podcast. What do you get when you combine them? Jack Sparrow chatting. You get rum chata. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I took a second to figure out where you were going. <laughs> oh my god, I love that there was immediate laughter. Oh my god. There was like, no one knew what was happening, and then when the punchline hit, I feel like it's the meme of visible confusion. <laughs> <laughs> the Obi-Wan Kenobi just sitting there. Yeah. Yep. So instead, I will also ask Ryan. Yes. In three words, what does rum chata taste like? Oh, uh, I can't. Three words. Very flavorful. Smooth. Um, That's already three words. <laughs> Flavorful, smooth, and tasty. There you go. That's, okay. That's my then. Eric, do you have anything to add on? Yummy, delicious, yummy. I've... Although yummy was mentioned twice, <laughs> I gave three words, and at no point was cinnamon toast crunch mentioned. I mentioned that earlier today, actually. <laughs> we will see you guys <laughs> in just a second. Welcome back, buddies. So, during our break, to commemorate finally the closing of Sawyer's story arc, all of the recent events that have happened in the TTRPG role-playing world and just uh, our lives. We are all uh, in unison commemorating this moment with me not only saying ice, but I also believe, Eric, don't you have a rule for our buddies? Uh, I haven't told them to roll a d6. Well, no, we roll a d6. I believe yeah. you can just proclaim for them to drink, oh, yeah. and they do. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm doubling it. They have to take two shots. So, oh. <laughs> the three of us in unison, <laughs> although oh, I cannot be Matic and just pull out a shot of liquor, uh, me as your GM, finally I can say GM as your game master, a trio of shots from all of us. Thank you guys for being here with us. We hope you enjoy everything we have to present to you here in 2023. Cheers. 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 Let's roll uh, initiative. I was number one for shots. 
Oh. This is why you always mix or you only drink beer, Bows. Initiatives. <laughs> get me, give me a minute. <laughs> oh god, that was shit. Oh. Fuck you, George. 22. I got 22 on initiative. 20? Okay. Uh, initiative, that's what? 20 in perception? Yeah, mm -hmm. d20 plus your perception. Uh, uh, sorry, that was 22? Yes. Uh, 19 and 11, that's... 30. 30? 30. Yeah, I had a low-ass roll. That is impressive. I was about to say, um... Sawyer, because... Because this is the end of your story arc, this isn't a spoiler to anybody. Uh, I'm gonna throw a new term at you here. Don't be panicked by it. Uh, I'm going to let you take this roll with fortune. So basically, mm. take a re-roll. Okay. Is there anything? Nope. Just re-roll your initiative. Gonna <clears throat> stick to the original. Okay, so we'll keep the twenty-two. I so, rolled a four. That's Beetle, bad. you are up first. Well, I'm grappling. Yep. The guy, um, and I don't want to lose grip by trying to Correct. do anything. Well, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I, I keep holding him. Yeah, I would say. I would say I can give you one. I can give you one attack with fortune. But that's all I can do. I cannot give you another movement. I cannot give you another attack. You can take an attack with fortune. And that's all I can give. Um. Is he wearing armor at all? Yes. Like heavy armor no, or uh, like medium-ish about what like Sawyer kind of is in like a leather patchwork type sense. Yes. Oh fuck. Um move my hand a little bit. Mm -hmm. So my thumb is free, and I am going to, in the back of his neck, extend a claw. Sure. And then pull it out at an angle to try to cut the jugular. Okay. Uh, give me your attack roll. And that twenty. <laughs> okay, so let's let's just call that uh, simple because I'm gonna rule it how it is as it stands. Let's call your claws 
what would have been a 2d6 doubled to a 4d6. So give me okay. 4d6 plus your strength, which is 4. And that can be the damage. Can I make this a retributive strike? No. Yeah, you can. I just don't want you to, but you can. So, uh, five and four is nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen plus four your... from your strength. Yeah, that's how I got the sixteen. And plus the retributor, we deem that as a six, right? Yep. So 19, 21. Okay, uh, 21. Uh, six of that would be good, which he would not be resistant to. So that's just a little bit of math on my end, which I got. So uh, what we have is a absolute masculine... <laughs> Uh, scene showing from Beetle of I'm going to wrap my forearm around your neck and just give myself enough leeway to extend my index finger claw out, slice his neck. You see Beetle, what should be red crimson blood is spewing out as like a black slimy ichor like substance the good okay. news is the good news is that burst of draconic celestial damage from your deity took full effect it was the claw it's not that you did anything wrong to a mortal man. This would have been fatal. To yeah. Maddox, not so much. Makes sense. Which we go to his turn. So, top of his turn, as we are in his lair... Unfortunately, we do have to start this way, guys. We are in his lair. That this is uh, six points of bleed. So unless you are resistant to bleed, I don't think either of you are. You both take six points of bleed damage. So take six off of your max HP. And... Uh... This sucks because I know it's unfair, but this is a boss fight, for lack of a better term. Um, Beetle. I do not need um, athletics. I need no form of grappling. You see that grin turn into curled, furled eyebrows 
you see what was arrogance turn into rage and you see that rage turn into strategy you see those eyes those bloodshot dead shadow eyes dart up back up back you're wondering what he's planning what he's thinking as you're turning left, turning right, wondering, is he eyeballing the goblins? You look back and you're grappling, you're holding air. Nothing. It's like you have a vice grip around darkness around you. And with a tap on the shoulder, you see a one-armed man summon an arm of fire and fury before you. And whoosh, right above your shoulder, right past your head. Why isn't that hitting me? And <coughs> you see piercing through Sawyer's chest a spear, a javelin of fire and evil energy it will be two ranged attacks as he's not moving against Sawyer oh Jesus Jesus I'm sorry Ryan that is a 34 and a 31 to hit What's your armor class, Sawyer? Sorry, I had my mic muted, apparently. I didn't know. It is a 26, both hit. Okay. So, four, so, ten. So, that is uh, 24 total. Yeah, I figured as much. This time around, you're here. <laughs> There's a target, and with this seemingly impossible escape, it seems as if this figure that has cursed and haunted you seems to have home field advantage. That he is tapping into every bit of dark and shadow around and escapes within it, throwing this javelin into your chest. This makes it your turn, Sawyer. Not only does this have my interest, but I think this has everyone else's interest. Sawyer, what would you like to do? I'm assuming that the cannon blast is kind of out of the picture now that we've already used it. Mm, no. Do you feel that Beetle is correct? 
as you've fired and struck him, the ammunition seems to self-replenish. Oh, one second. I think there is a part of Ryan that got his mind blown that it's like, wait, I can fire this thing more? Where it's like, it was, yeah! It was that mixed with the fact that I felt a sneeze coming on. <laughs> and did not want to sneeze anything on my laptop anymore. But if we are able to use the uh, cannon... Yes. I think uh, I think we're gonna continue. All right, so uh, this would be simple, like your firearm. So it, w it wouldn't be your to hit with your dagger. It would be your to hit with like uh, your gun. So roll as if you were hitting with your gun. All right then. Uh, the thing is, you would have two hits here because you're not moving. All right. The first one is. 26. Okay. And the second? Well, technically, wouldn't he have three? Because he has to technically wait for a reload, it's two. Okay. I can see where you're going. Yeah. Yeah, since I'm not really drawing it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The second one is 37. Okay, so one of them hits. I figure as much. You know, I, I will... Even when I was game mastering other systems, very rarely would I ever call out an exact to hit when it comes to armor class. First one was close, second one definitely does. I figured so. I really can't do anything about it at the yes. moment, obviously. So uh, go ahead and uh, roll your damage, which is the same as your firearm. It's just, this is uh, his uh, you hit him with one? Okay, so this is two. I mean two. This uh second time you've hit him with a uh, cannon. Yes. Yeah, I have to log it. <laughs> it was five damage. Okay. I, I know it doesn't seem, especially for Sawyer, <laughs> that seems like nothing, but for everyone to understand especially um everyone coming from pathfinder especially with the second hit it seems that although it isn't dealing the most damage in terms of hit points there's this effect that it it doesn't just 
it's not an educated guess anymore. The more this cannon harms this figure, it's like his existence begins to fade away. This is end your turn, Sawyer. I don't believe there's anything else. No, it's a very unconventional way to start your Pathfinder story. <laughs> but it's what we're yeah. stuck with. I'm not quite sure what else I could do, but I'm assuming yes. Uh, I can say if you want to make a skill check, you can. If there's a skill you want to roll, I'll give it to you. Sure. <laughs> Run an idea by me and we'll try and make it work. Possibility of seeing how many more hits it would take. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, this is one of the things I love. I had Felix do this earlier. Um, do you see where your lore check is? The lore boneyard? Yeah, yeah. Roll one of those. All right. This... Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. This isn't even a beetle note. This is an Eric note. For Felix, his lore is actually like nature plant. For mm -hmm. Killian, my lore is actually like uh, celestial. Okay. Yeah, so this is specific to character. When you see lore, this doesn't just apply to one thing. It is specific to you. That's why I gave Sawyer that one. Um, with what, 24? Right? 27. 27, yes. yeah. Jesus. I got, I got it. <laughs> I'm still getting used to these fucking big-ass numbers. Um, you are, and you remember that one shot, right? I do. You are within five of accomplishing sending him where you want to. Does that make sense? Within five. Mm hmm It makes sense. Just a question of yep. shots or damage. Well, I asked shots, so I guess that would make shots. sense. Shots, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Britain, yeah, that's good. Oh, that's good. Okay, good. Right, uh, ending year go. Um, we actually got a couple of things happening. Um, although, Beetle, your top initiative, we are combining you with the bottom two initiatives. The reason... Okay. <laughs> I love that Eric kind of like sense of fear of like, why are you saying that? Motherfucker, <laughs> the there's something that I'm thinking. You feel like there was a sense, an aura that you gave off earlier, right? Yeah. You wanted to track undead, evil things around you. Uh-huh. You feel about 15 feet behind you because, you know, Sawyer's got about like 25 feet ahead about 15 feet behind you trying to close the space between you and this shadowy haunting figure that has tracked Sawyer his whole life. You see these mindless undead figures that he was feasting on, you literally watched him eat hearts out of these figures, rise up next to him, point, and begin marching towards you. <coughs> okay. By the way, it's your turn now. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Fuck you um, <laughs> Fuck. Still want, um, Me too. <laughs> um. How far from him am I? Oh, with his little step there, it would be 15 feet, but you would have to pass by two undead figures to get to him. You're not sure what they would do, but they're <laughs> definitely blocking the way. Um... I only get one attack. Uh, well, no, I could get two attacks. Well, yeah, yeah, to get within range of him, and then, yeah. Um, are they standing right next to each other? Correct. Or... Yeah, shoulder to shoulder. I am going to move within melee of them. Okay. Well, I can use my long sword, and I am going to use retributive strike. Okay, so that hits. That is uh, resistance to Sawyer. Yes. Yep. 
Okay, so that's one D twenty, two D twenties. Yeah. Two. How do you want me to? Because it would be one. Well, or do you want to hit one of them twice or both? Um, both to one of them. Okay, so you want to hit one of them twice. Yes. Okay. All right, so just give me your to hit. Uh, 39. <laughs> just barely. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. All right, and your second. Uh, 25. Yeah, both hit. Okay, and it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, d8 from your longsword and then your good damage on top of it. So, 2d8. Or do you want me to do them separate? Oh, no, no, throw them together. Absolutely. 16, 20, and then the 4, so 24. Okay, and you focus that on 1, right? Yes. Alright, so uh, as you march up and, you know, you're essentially... This is my educated guess, is Beetle putting his faith... And Sawyer. Sawyer can finish, finish this job. You need to clear out the distractions. Pretty much. Uh, Maddox is summoning these undead things. He's eating hearts. You're doing what you can to make Sawyer's job easier. Sawyer, as you are aiming this cannon, you're planning your next shot. You look to your right, okay, nothing there. Dark, nothing new. You look to your left, and as you look to your left, you see literally Beetle plunging his longsword through a zombie's chest, extracting the heart chopping the head off and then literally slicing it vertically in half like a mortal combat fatality from forehead to groin splitting it vertically left and right that's just fucked up Welcome to Pathfinder. Beetle is <laughs> the end of your go. Please say yes. Well, I move to get there. Yep. And I use my two attacks. Yep. Yep. Does using medicine on myself count as an action? Fortunately, it does. That's one and... of the big changes we have to endure. Uh, then I am done. All right. 
you're lucky I had a move. I'm trying, man. We go to his turn. Which, top of his turn? That is uh, eight points of negative damage to both of you. So take eight up off of uh, your max. And... Oh man, we got some choices. Yeah, he does have other choices. The fact that Ryan said that triggered an idea, and I know Ryan's gonna feel guilty now, but I'm sorry because it makes so much sense. Alright, so, Beetle. Fuck you. Oh no, I mean. <laughs> Bring Growl and Quan in there. Uh, yeah, Beetle, I need a uh, Fortitude save. Okay. And, that, and then I actually have to roll. Ooh. So let me know your fortitude save, just real quick. Give me a second. I know this is, you know, whole new system for us guys. Thirty-seven. Uh, thirty-seven, I believe. Yes, that does succeed. And then your armor class-wise, uh, let me know. I shouldn't even say let me know. That's so high. Uh, that's a 39. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, fortunately, it gets halved. <laughs> I okay. literally... Uh, no, I I make it. No, I actually don't make it. I don't make it on dice. <laughs> I need to roll two extra. <coughs> All right, so uh, beetle. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you to know, uh. This isn't that I'm awesome and you're going to miss. Okay. <laughs> no, this isn't. Uh, this isn't George to Eric. This is Sawyer's. This is Ryan's villain hurting him the one way he knows he can, which is hurting. Essentially, Sawyer's only friend. So, Beetle, this is 49 points of damage. <coughs> okay, motherfucker. 49. 49. And. Is that after you halved the other thing? Because you said 39, and that would be half. No, I said 49. And the thing is, you rolled your save. Yeah. I'm glad I rolled high. Correct. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you should be really glad you rolled high. Yeah? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am. Um, that he attacked you instead. Secondarily, I have never said that Maddox has moved. Yes, I know. <laughs> I was waiting on this part. So, Sawyer. Sawyer's not gonna make it past this arc. He's gonna fucking die right here in this cavern. <laughs> oh no. Not with that first one. Uh. <laughs> I, I feel kind of embarrassed to even say. 19 to hit? No. Yeah, I feel like that is just so far off. That yeah, was a single-digit roll. Like, that was bad. But I think one of them did. I swear I'm close. 29. That hit, yes. Okay, but this is the piss-poor part, so... Yeah, but I, again, I... when I say piss-poor, it's going to be like, oh, it's that much? Yeah. So, uh... Well, five, no. uh 11, 12... Uh, 12 plus 18. So, 18 points of damage, Sawyer. As I previously stated, Sawyer's not making it out of here. <laughs> we'll see. If it continues like this. Alright, well. Uh, ending his go, just... Honestly... Focusing... His attention where not only he thinks, but he knows. Even though it doesn't physically harm Sawyer, both of you get the sense of the sick thrill he gets out of harming Beetle more. Sawyer. I'm just gonna have to double down on cannon shots. That's about the only thing. Really? Well, we may have to do something else, but we're definitely gonna have to do have it. To do I'm just waiting. Go ahead. I'm not... Well, I'm trying to think of what else. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's gonna be it. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, we're just gonna. We're just gonna take the hits. This is very much shit. First one's a 27. Okay, and second? 
We're not getting not getting kind of dice rolls right now. If I may ask, on your original character sheet, do you have any inspiration points saved? Do if if Check. you do, feel free to use them. Okay, that makes me feel a lot better. Because <laughs> makes Beetle feel better yeah, too. Because here, these are converted to hero points, which do allow the same thing. Which, in my ruling, is a reroll. Okay. I did not know if those were carrying over. Of course they, they are. Like you earned them. them. You own them. It's your right. Yes. Right. Well, then 29 to hit. We're getting somewhere. Here we go. And, and then, then a 30. Something. Yeah. Go on. 39. Eight. Tell me. Yes. Hits both. Good. <laughs> Okay, and then, uh, do you rem uh, remember how uh, damage works for it? Uh, it's just normal damage, right? Yeah, it's like if you would be rolling with uh, the striking uh, bid boom gun plus one. <laughs> you stole my line. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it, it is 12 damage total. Okay, 12 total, and this is an... Ooh. I, I smell smoke on his end. Unfortunately, Beetle is right. Did I dismiss fire? Uh, the opposite. Oh. You feel as if there should be more restraint he is showing. By no means is he giving in. Maybe you hit a weak point? Maybe he just rolled really fucking low and Eric called it out at the right time. It's a mystery. <laughs> but it does seem as if that numerical closing of shots, the amount of ammunition that uh, needed that threshold to be taken is coming to a very close, immediate close. Okay. Jen's your turn, correct? Well, I don't know if I could heal or anything like that. There's not really a check I need to do at the moment, I don't believe. So yeah, I'd say that's it. Wonderful. Finally, we get to one of the undeads. 
that can maybe muster something against only Beetle. <laughs> because Sawyer is literally on a cannon so many feet away. I can close tw Oh! I would even have an extra five feet, so I can get to Beetle. That's my modifier. Okay. Coming at you, Beetle. Red hot. Are you ready? Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like Eric already knows. <laughs> oh, no, it happened. Okay, Eric, are you ready? Uh-huh. I'm going to get you real good. I got a 14 to hit. Failed. My other one is actually pretty good. 29. Just. Does it really? My, my armor class is 29. You're lying. Nope. Is it really? Uh-huh. Oh my god, we got there, guys. Okay, so... Oh, man. This is pitiful, dude. Eleven. That's a lot of damage. Shut up, Ryan. You guys suck. You swallowed. Alright, first off. You know what? I'm just trying to make my... Beetle, it's your turn. Just do it. This one attack was both of my cannon shots, man. <laughs> you feel so like... So the one you be is... <laughs> right there, huh? Yeah. I mean... Uh-huh. Okay. How far away is, um... The other guy? So within your melee is the pitiful undead that did strike you. And if you would like to partake in what is essentially the shadow in which is haunting Sawyer, um, you could essentially try to kill, move, and then deal damage. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I cannot tell you what the dice will do. There is chance. I can't guarantee any of it, but you can try this. It's up to you how you'd like to, you know, distribute your actions. It will be a attributive strike. Sh One no. attack against the uh, nope. undead. I mean, no, uh, he's walking away. Um, uh, Sawyer, uh, make yes. a, uh, performance check. Oh, God. 17. 17. Um, as you see Beetle trying to strike away one of these figures, um, 
you see not only is he succeeding, but uh, this zombie light undead is looking at you kind of like uh, swinging his elbows. Sweet home Alabama. Just eyes directed right at you. Just like waiting for you to finish the lyric. Um, Beetle isn't like even decapitating him. Like everyone's just waiting for you. Right, Eric? Huh? <laughs> you know, I love the fact that you added in the southern accent with it. There so hands being thrown in the air, everyone just upset that you can't sweet home Alabama the rest of this lyric. I throw my Zippo lighter on and say where the skies are so blue. <laughs> um Beetle, because you're top of initiative, I'll just ask I mean like you do you allow, do you resist? Sorry to do that. Yes, he's allowed. Great. Uh, as you do so, it is. Uh, you know, like how uh, I think it might have started in like Dead Island One, and Dying Light stole it. That like slow motion like zombie decapitation effect yep as there's just no life left seems like a great time right beetle <laughs> yeah Hi. What's up? Yeah, hang on. Well, since that damn zombie was walking away. Um, was sort of... past tense. Yeah, was. No, he's gone. Um, so that was one attack. Well, actually, do I still have all three? Since it wasn't really. Or do I just have two actions left? Yeah, let's just do two. How far I am I from um, 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 here, let's call it, you could move and throw one attack, but that's all I can allow. Okay, that works. Okay. So, Demir, uh, to hit. And this is a retributive against Maddox, so... Of course it is. Fucking bitch. Takes one to no one, sweetie. 38. Uh, it misses. Of course it fucking hits, you fucking cunt. Bitch. Pussy. <laughs> no balls. You won't. As me? <laughs> but I gotta do this. Where's it at? I need to find it. Okay, one Ryan, are you typing like in my old stream 
exclamation point tier. <laughs> I did, and I also brought up. I was thinking about it, and then I thought about it and said, "Oh wait, we have the drunk ramblings instead." I could bring up. <laughs> oh man, those are from so long ago. August twenty first at one fifty one in the morning is when I made this. Everyone wants to know what it fucking says. Oh, there was the Healy Dingus. Eat more veggie straws. George is a slippery salmon. Uh, salmon. Yep. George said, I'm Adrian Peterson. I'm not afraid of anything. <laughs> and I'm, not Chuck, I'm not Chuck Norris, but I can fuck a bitch. Then you told me, I won't suck your dick, no balls. And then you also said you juked your vacuum because you're Adrian Peterson. There's so much Adrian Peterson in there. There's always a lot of Adrian Peterson references. And I think that was also at the time where we started up Smite again. So that explains a lot. Oh, just like going around camps, yeah. Okay, anyways. <laughs> 16 for damage, you bitch. That is fucking God. solid. Like your ass. Solid? Oh God, I can't even disagree. He's so right. So many squats. <laughs> so many stats. All right. Um, is that it for you, Beetle? That's all I can do. All right. Next up is him. Which I. Th I think we all know what is coming up here. <laughs> so again, another uh, six points of negative damage. I'm sorry, what was that, right? I said, yeah, we all know. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, six points negative. Uh, actually, no. <laughs> Still, uh, you both take six points because that's layer. This will be two. You gotta slow down here. <laughs> That's not gonna be two. I want to say I feel guilt, but I don't because this is one of those times where me, as a game master, as your GM, I cannot tell you, as George, that I feel bad. Oh, fuck. Well, because bad. I can't be George. I have to be Matic. I have to be this enemy. Oh, this enemy. So what is... I can do is... Beetle, I can try to hit you once. That's what I can say. I can try to hit you once. Won't bother. And then what I can do instead uh, is move Beetle, which if you want to take a attack of opportunity, you can. Yes. Okay, go ahead, take a free hit. <clears throat> Ryan, I'm sure you know what is going yeah. to... Yeah. Yeah. You have to remember, um, I have to be him. 
here. No, I'm, I, no, okay. I fully understand that. that that's not the issue. And I can't yeah. make this a retributive one. It's just a straight attack. Unfortunately, no. But your last attack was so, Ryan, right here, whatever I deal to you is halved. Okay. Uh, 20 and 18 is 38 plus the... Yeah, hits. Yeah. So just roll your damage. Twelve. Twelve? Got it. Okay, so with that twelve, uh... Sawyer, uh, right here, you will take half of this, fortunately. <laughs> I hope so. Because these are with fortune. So, first up, uh, uh, to reiterate, this isn't damage, this is to hit. So, this is your armor class, Sawyer. Yes. So we dot, uh, just double checking. Yeah, those numbers are that big. So we got 32. Yep. 32. Yes. It hits. Oh, oh. No. Just no. Never mind. So we got 32 and 32. <laughs> oh, that's much better. And then, uh, 29. Yep. Okay. So we got, uh, two... Okay. Got it, got it. So, we gotta see what happens here, because just backstory-wise, what we've done in this dungeon, it will equate to this, and... If it's not enough, it's not enough. So we got three. This is math on my end. Don't mind me. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a lot of adding. 2338. So that is 41 points of damage to Sawyer. That is all I can do. Do I have that? Is that already halved? No. You do. Unfortunately. Half. It. No, that's. That is very fortunate on my part. So. So it was 41? That is 20. I am upset. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can tell, but don't care. I thought I just there's the retribution strike. I I literally I can't. Well. 
Famous last words. As whether that was Ryan or Sawyer saying anything else. It's your turn. I think we're just going to try to... That was my best hand. It was the fucking retribution strike. Love you, George. We're just going to hope that a double cannon shot just kills him here. Or banishes him in the slightest. Just to get rid of him. Mm -hmm. So the first one is... Yeah. Is what? 31. 21 or 31? 31. Okay, and the second? 32. Thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. It's just I was hoping that the first would make you panic, but didn't. <laughs> so, Sawyer. Yes. As this impact, this replenishing cannon that you've been. Solo, although it seems to be giving you its own ammunition, targeting, firing, striking your own flame, there's this moment of quiet. There's this period of there's no Ral, Quan. There's no Beetle. It's like you're out of this entire chamber. You blink and you think, you know, this <laughs> this isn't right. I'm I'm killing this motherfucker. And this familiar this familiar set of platinum wings opens to you. These platinum wings that brought you to Beetle, that brought you back here in the first place, extend and expand to a fully draconic figure nodding. There's no verbal response. There is affirmation. You've never been someone to believe in a higher power. But finally, for the first time, you feel like even though you didn't need affirmation, if there is one, 
they seem to approve. And as you're thinking to yourself, whatever, you know, you don't really don't care. It might be a line of bullshit. And that split second you see. It isn't like a sawed off shotgun. It's like a quad barrel. With a wink. And as that wink dissipates, you see this same shadowing figure weakened, dissipating, dying. But as opposed to the last time, you know how to finish the job. What happened? Still a quad barrel gun. Well, yeah. So, what does this look like? You know, describe your fatality to me. I think. No, I'll. I don't know if I actually want to describe this one. I don't have anything on deck ready to describe this. I got you. As you're manning this, you know, what should be a singular, you know, cannon, you know, like a deck hand on a boat, you swear for a moment you see yourself like simulacrum, a uh, beetle. Yeah. You look. Why are there two Sawyers? You shrug your head, you think you're just seeing things. There's three of them. Beetle, why are there three Sawyers? Beetle, why is there four Sawyers? Why is there eight Sawyers? Is there's this manic nod, this understanding, this mirror image of each other all just pulling back and this vortex the swirling gravitational pull with a wave Sawyer, you look back as you are giving this final shot. Uh, Beetle, as <laughs> your close friend, 
as Sawyer is shooting this last cannonball. Although there are like these images, like these fake Sawyers, the real one is the one you know he seems to almost be compelled to wave goodbye to you. I lift one paw up in a sign of respect. Uh, Beetle, as you do, and this Sawyer, this cannonball hits you see this whirling impact as you see this necrotic evil essence taking Maddox away from you for good. Beetle isn't giving a sigh of relief. Ral and Quan aren't giving a sigh of relief. You hear Dozens of them, Sawyer. Beetle, you hear the same behind you. Where are all these people coming from? There's a bright white light that begins binding the, blow, uh, the both of you with a loud hum. Sawyer, uh, do you want to make a religion or anything like that? So that was just a bright light? Mm -hmm. A bright white that seemed to hum. Mm. You, you don't do have you, to. Yeah. It's just an option. I was going to do an arcana instead of a religion. Sure, sure. Yeah. 29. 29? Yep. This is a magic... You've acknowledged it, but the stubborn <laughs> Sawyer doesn't want to actually accept that it exists, that it's there, that the radiant, the good, the celestial is there. As that loud humming and the beams dissipate, there are streams. It is the streaking and spreading of, it's like killing a dragon in Skyrim, how they're are just those lines of energy spreading everywhere. Sawyer, on this cannon you see as darkness and shadows dissipate, purple and white take its place. Matter, physical, tangible bridges life 
you take steps back, you look to Beetle. Beetle. You look to Sawyer as minerals. Talking, chatter, laughter, humanoid voices, and the ground beneath you rises. As it does, you are surrounded by rich veins of minerals, of gold, of copper, of silver, of jolly workers, of miners smiling at each other, and a large group of humans at the end of a bridge, the same ethereal bridge that Sawyer saw approach as a male and female locked in arms together approach you. Sasha. Hello, Victor. You're very close, but not quite there. Mm -hmm. Well, I have just got my ass whooped, so eh, I'm dizzy. Hold on a second. I'm... I'm assuming Sawyer. I'm that assuming is... Beetle. Yes. The pleasure is ours. I am William Mazarin. Okay. This is my wife, Emma Mazarin. And it would appear <laughs> as unlikely as it is, the two of you are the first to break one of many of Cassius's curse. One of many? Hmm. 